Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club podcast, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, we're watching... Zombieland, because it's turned 10 years old, and the sequel, Zombieland Double Tap, is shortly due to be released. Joining me, as always, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's soon-to-be doctor, Ellen Sears! Hi, Stephen. How soon are you going to be a doctor, Ellen? Uh, February, probably. Uh, so, within like three or four months. Fantastic. And Zombieland? Yeah. Uh, What do you know about it? You haven't seen it, but what do you know? Um, I know some of the actors who are in it. Um, I can't remember their names, but I know faces. Um, Obviously, some sort of... I know it's a zombie film, and then it's also a comedy, but that's pretty much about it. And I know that the sequel is coming out, because I saw that advertised and was like, oh, cool, there you go, that's a thing. But yeah, not not really a big horror fan, Mm. so... Yeah, that's why I probably didn't see it the first time around. <laughs> How are you with um, zombies in general then, as a as a subset of horror? I mean, I occasionally have nightmares about them, so that should give you a pretty pretty good sense of it. But no, it sh- it should be fine. I I saw Shaun of the Dead in cinemas, and you know, didn't like scream or cry or run away. But mm. it's then it's not necessarily my um top choice of movies to watch if I was going to watch it. Okay, well, thank you for being very brave and joining us on this one. Well, you know, it's a comedy as well, so that kind of helps, I think. So, okay. yeah, I did, I, I did okay with Shaun of the Dead. Okay, well, joining us as someone who has seen the film, it is Andrew David, Hello. everybody. How are you, Andrew? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Excellent. Zombieland. Yes. Uh, I presume, given your, uh, your, your previously discussed um, fandom of horror films, and particularly the zombie genre, yep. that uh, Zombieland <laughs> will be right up your straza. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm going to age myself and age everyone else a little bit because uh, this came out of 2009 yeah mm-hmm. so i would have been in year 10 uh, oh my god i know oh um, now i feel old sorry um god. and so this was like peak <laughs> zombie fandom for me this mm. was like i was deep into romero i was mm. uh making my way through the resident evil films mm. and then this came out and it was right at the right time in the perfect genre for me and i haven't watched it in a while i really loved it back in the day Right. So we'll see how it holds up. Okay, and um, I, I guess in a vague, non-spoilery sort of way, uh, people who haven't seen the film, what can they expect? Uh, it's kind of like uh, a vignette road trip movie in the backdrop of a zombie apocalypse. Cool. Yeah. That works. That's, yeah, that's the best way to explain it, I think. All right, well, yeah. shall we watch Zombieland? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, for those of you at home, pop in your DVDs and make sure you learn the rules as we visit... Zombie land. Ah, uh, oh, they're here. Save me, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That's his name. Thank you.
Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Zombieland. By we, I, of course, mean Andrew David. Hello. And Ellen Sears. Hello. Ellen, that was your first time watching Zombieland. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. That's that's it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was good. Like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I don't really hate horror films. I'm just not very good at them. Like, my mum banned me from reading Goosebumps books as a kid because Mm. I was so prone to nightmares. So I feel like that has just followed me into adulthood a little bit. And also, I would have been. What year did you say this came out? Two thousand and nine. Right. So I would have been like early twenties when this came out. So I probably would have been like. My cup of tea, but no, I enjoyed it. It was where yeah, did it was this fun. fall on like the horror gore scale for you? Not as bad as Shaun of the Dead from memory, but yeah. I feel like I feel like I saw that in cinemas, so it might have had a greater impact on me. Yeah, um, Shaun of the Dead also kind of has more emotional depth to it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. The nice thing about this is that you've got your four main characters and, spoiler alert, none of them get munched No, in the mm. end, which is unusual. Normally in a thing, it's like, no, but this person, and it's horrible, and they're ripping yeah, their Yeah, that final like, scene, you'd no. think Tal- in like a more traditional film, Tallahassee would go out in a blaze yeah, of glory. Mm. but he doesn't. But he doesn't. And that's awesome. He does a badass showdown and then kisses yeah. his gun. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty okay with gore because like my mum is a nurse, and so I've kind of grown up with like, look at this gross hole that it's in a human body. And can you like, yep. like look at this really gross thing. Mm. So I, I appreciated the fact that the zombies not only were like spitting out blood and stuff, but also were like vomiting and like other bodily fluids. I was like, yes, if it was like a living dead human body, then yeah, they would be like vomiting up green shit yeah. and like I bile and stuff. I forgot how much gore there is right off the bat. Yeah, and it's like, full In on. that opening slow-mo montage, all like the blood everywhere, the zombies vomiting, people getting getting like their throats and like ankles ripped off. Yeah. It's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> that Achilles tendon. Yeah, that oh, was a lot. That was, that, that was the bit that made me wince. As a dancer, I was like, mm. oh, she's not going to be doing any high jumps anytime soon, is she? She's, she's not going to be doing much. No. Yeah. I do kind of feel all. though, they front loaded a lot of the gore. I feel like they did. Because you kind of have mm. that beginning. Uh, and then you have like a cup. The zombies are like sprinkled throughout. The rest of the film Yeah but yeah. it's not like solid There's big chunks Where you're just like Driving down the road yeah. And then it's like Oh there's a zombie Eating somebody's guts Cool mm-hmm. we're gonna keep Moving on now And like, then a lot of zombies At the end But even that's not yeah. Super gory Except for like The clown the... dripping Out mm. of his mouth Yeah but... I think a lot of the gore In that last bit as well Is from reasonably Far away Like mm. there's not a lot Of like big close up shots No it's like gunshots And like you, or... hit, you hit a zombie 20 feet away and Yeah or you get over. a zombie Dropping off the um, tower And hitting the floor And just yeah. splattering And just blood everywhere But that's like You know Yeah you're seeing it from afar yeah you're seeing it from the character's perspective so it's like oh it's like quite far away so it's not like the gore is like right up in your face no mm-hmm. but in that first scene definitely oh there. yeah <laughs> definitely for sure yeah and i think the, the, it's almost interesting the way that they've used the zombies in this compared to other films yeah where they're not as decomposed they're not as decomposed but i'd also say that the zombies themselves i think it's larger because the film is quite comedic yeah but the zombies did not feel very threatening um, no. As a viewer, and this was my first time watching it, um, I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, something like a super tense no. um, zombie survival film where it's just like ninety minutes of people crying and getting eaten. Um, but it's not like World War Z where they're literally like massing like a bunch of ants. Like, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Mm. And I only know that from having seen like 
a few pictures and yeah. a couple of like yeah. very it's, short. It's not like bits. that. But, it's not like that. But at the same time, um, Shaun of the Dead, I think, is a really good example to compare this film to because yeah. they're both from around the same time period. Shaun of the Dead was 2004, 2005? 2004. 2004. Yeah, so. Yeah. Because I went and saw it with my ex-boyfriend and some mutual friends and it was really uh, awkward. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, yeah, so so it was, it was, you know, that's five years before this film was released. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they're around the same time period and I, I kind of feel like the way, the way Shaun of the Dead uh, utilised their their dead, their undead, I think was much more uh, personal and upfront than yes. than they. But used they were in this also film. very shambling, slow zombies. Yeah, which was and interesting. These ones were sprinting. Yeah. These were but sprinting. there was just so many of them. Like mm-hmm. you, they, even though they were slow, it was like you were stuffed. Yeah. yeah. What, what I what I kind of liked about what they did in Zombieland though is that this really is a road trip film. More yeah, than anything else, it's, it's a road trip film that happens to have zombies in it. The zombies yeah. are like, almost more tangential, geographical. They're almost more yeah. like part of the scenery because they talk about zombie land. They talk about it as a place. Yeah. Um. They talk about it as you know, this is this is literally the land of zombies in which we live, and the zombies are just kind of like rain, I guess. Or it's like yeah, uh, like, oh, I've oh the zombies are now. thick and heavy today. Yeah. <laughs> it's or if you're Tallahassee, you go dance naked in the storm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I kind of feel that um, what it's an interesting way, I guess, that the the makers of this film and, and the way it was written uh, chose to, I suppose, confront the undead. Uh, is that they were kind of more, yeah, they were more just a a, nat- a natural phenomenon. I would yeah, say. they were kind of just an inconvenience of life. I don't know if I like this film or not. That's kind of what I've come out of it as. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit like that as well. I'm like, like this was like fun, and there were bits of it where I was like, this was this is nice, and I like the fact that it was like subverting some of the tropes. Like obviously, Tallahassee would have gone down Blades of Glory in any other mm-hmm. film, but I like the fact that the main core four were like intact and mm. some of those things. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think there, I know what there's you mean. parts of the film I really enjoy, and there's some really good jokes here and there. Mm. Yeah, but as a whole, it doesn't feel. Uh, like it's gelling completely, no. and I think yeah. I think originally it was designed to be a TV show. It was, yes. Oh. Hence the zombie of the week, zombie kill of the week thing. Oh. That was gonna be like every week on the show, there would be like a, like a new fun way someone killed a zombie. Okay, but dropping the piano on that zombie, really yeah. good. My God, that it, it's just like classic slapstick, like mm. Buster Keaton stuff. It I is, was yeah. like, and, yes, come on. I thought the use of slapstick in this film was excellent, and lots um, of nods to Hollywood, which would make sense because that's obviously where they end up yeah. at the end of yeah. the film but, as well, but. but the fact like that the Charlie Chaplin zombie. Well, exactly. Yeah. The Charlie Chaplin zombie, I think, was very deliberate. That because, was great. Because of the way that you see Tallahassee going about and killing the zombies. Yeah, uh, and with, like with Willie Nelson influence. and all yes. these pop culture references. Yeah. and Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. But, but specifically, the way that we had these these zombies being killed and these by having a piano dropped on them or by having the garden shears used in a way that we don't actually see or the baseball bat or the creative use of the shotgun around the door, it all felt very much like it was, yeah, like it was an homage to to those films of Charlie Chaplin, which is why yeah. I think it, there was that was a very deliberate costume choice. Uh, yeah, I think the physical comedy and mm. the other characters' reactions to it is really where this film works best. Yeah. That, like, that cool what is Tallahassee going to do now? And everyone's yeah. almost mm. worried about what crazy shit is about to pull. While we were watching this, um, we were saying that it was very much evoking uh, for Andrew and I memories of Left 4 Dead, those yes. video games, which were out around this time. I'm trying to remember what year Left 4 Dead 2 was. Um, I can look yeah. it up, but I have a feeling it was like 2009, 2000. I think it was about this yeah. time. And it, the thing about 
the, the thing I suppose that was evoking for, 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 for me at least in the watching of it was I always remember that experience, particularly because it was a co-op game. So yes. I would usually be playing... In a team of four. In a team of four, or in the case, um, my brother and I would play it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was two of us. Uh, we have a year of release. Yes, Left 4 Dead 2 came out 17th of November 2009. So same year. Oh, I wonder, okay, I wonder, they can't have really influenced each other then. But the first Life yeah. of Dead had been out for a couple of years. Yeah, Le- but I'm thinking specifically about the Dark Carnival mission. Ah, true, yes. yes. Left for Dead came out the previous year, 2008. Okay, so... okay, so the Google food. Oh. Well, what I think is interesting, though, is it's not just Left for Dead, though. It's other things like Dead Rising, which yes. the first one was around that time as well, which was very the much... The weird rep- weaponry, the big hordes, the, yeah. the weird slapstick... I mean, it, it's interesting because the the whole zombie thing uh, was was really big. Yeah, this is kind of the waters. height of the of the renaissance of zombies. Yeah, because like the next 2004, year, you had Shaun of the Dead and yeah. Dawn, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, mm. and then the Walking Dead started in 2010. 2010, 2010 yeah. was when the first season. So this was came right out. at the peak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. So I think it's it, I think it is interesting that maybe this is something that got greenlit as a film. Um, as opposed to a TV show, because almost in a sense, I feel as though a film is a bit less risky. If a film flops, yeah, yes. that's it's not point. as bad as if a TV show flops. No. Well, I guess as well, depending on how successful this was, that might have then helped pave the way for stuff like The Walking Dead and mm. other bits and pieces yeah. that then came from it. Because there's been a couple of spin-offs from that as well, hasn't there? Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't really yeah, follow it because I'm not yeah. big on zombie stuff, but you mm. know, that's fine. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I think it's, it's interesting looking at, I suppose, this sort of... Um, this culture, which... This zombie renaissance. Well, mm. well, cause, well, because that, that zombie renaissance has stopped, I would say. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's very oh, much it's... more that... Not, not so much it's stopped and it's like, no more zombies. It's more that they've... It's petered out again. It's, it has it's petered out. It's slowed down to a trickle. It's also become, I think, just more... Zombies as a concept, I think, are more sort of ingrained as being like, they are a type of baddie. So you get the, the for example the white walkers in game of thrones yes. are yeah. snow zombies so, you know yeah. you get yeah. you get variants of this sort of undead mythos yes and but you don't see that huge amount of material that's being generated specifically as zombie media like the, no you, I, I think the inventiveness of western media in the in the zombie genre has kind of died off a fair bit mm. Mm. Uh, i will say uh uh some e- eastern Media has gone mm. really well. Like I watched Train to Busan oh, the other day. Yeah, that is a fantastic film. It's so. And good. there's a new Korean drama called Kingdom, which is about feudal Korea, but also there's a zombie outbreak. Nice. So cool. there are there are places out there to find find new twists on the zombie genre. Mm. But the Western, uh, most of the Western ideas have kind of all been used. Like yeah. The Walking Dead is onto its tenth, eleventh season. Yeah, I mean, it's been going for a while. I gave up after. I gave that show far too much of my life, but yeah, it it, it definitely it's become a bit stale. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I suppose in a sense, um, and I think it's it's almost uh, a nice thing that Zombieland does is they've kind of gone, okay, we've we know what happens in zombie media. We know yes. that it's like we're following the survivors, we're following four or five of them. There's a bit of conflict, and you have elements of that in this film. There's conflict yeah. between both, you know, them and the zombies, and between themselves. I really like the fact that what this film chose to do was to frame itself as more looking at these individuals, and we didn't really see them mm. as a cohort that much. We were seeing about how Jesse Eisenberg's character, um, Columbus, was where he where he'd come from, and we were having these cutbacks to before the the outbreak, yeah, um, and seeing that he was just a 
a lonely wow playing guy in a college yeah. dorm um and you know we saw we saw that obviously tallahassee had a much more tragic backstory where he'd lost his yeah his he, did, he did he did he went like full hawkeye and mash yeah yes. <laughs> i was like oh damn yeah uh, the th- chicken was a baby yeah yeah, yeah. the but dog was a child no. I, I think that's one of the reasons this film did so well because of like the main consumer of zombie pop culture at the time was teenage boys yeah. more or less and well that's um, my hammer stones there like, yeah come and, on. and most of them me yeah, included tra- were like nerdy Zana. introverts mm. yeah um, and so there's a lot of problematic ideals that jesse eisenberg's character portrays especially towards women yeah um but at like for a teenage boy at that time it's like yeah, yeah. i misunderstood of course and you want to be the hero in a story mm. yeah so it's like yeah the introverts rise up and they're the heroes and they get the girl in the end yeah, and yeah, I do have to agree. With watching it, um, I kind of feel like it really, it really does skate along the line of sort of like understandable, but also kind of unacceptable in some respects. Yeah, like- it's weird seeing. It's like the film can't decide whether he is learning a lesson or not. Yeah. yeah, it's like is he going to be a better person and respecting women, and then in the last act, the women get trapped and the guys have to rescue them. And I think that's the biggest failing, mm. where you've had mm. these two female characters who have like one up the male characters over and over and over again to then and do it, something so dumb. The uh, yeah, the, the dumbest, dumbest move. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my notes: Playland is obviously a bad idea. The movie knows that it's a dumb move, and the movie treats it like a dumb move, and they make the female characters go ahead with it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Although their goal was to go to that fun land. And ultimately, from the perspective of um, how it makes sense within the world, I think there is a you know a sense that they've managed to make it halfway across the country. They've, they've actually gone. made it Stop to this it. fair land. And they're, do it. and they're We're going to do it. it. And, you know, if you're in like Just a... Don't turn all of them on at once in the middle of the night. Although but, I suppose you couldn't really film that during the day because... They probably have like lots of people there and stuff. So. Yeah, but yeah. well, also like if you're if you're these surviving characters and you you're very much aware that death stalks every corner, um, we see it in Tallahassee and we don't necessarily criticize him because yeah. he's for, funny for doing something frivolous and, and also he's mm. the, like he, we we discovered that the reason why he's doing it is because he feels he has nothing to live for. Yeah. Um, but when we see these two female characters doing it, I guess because we don't know them as well because we've not been following them for as long. Yeah, and that because the zombies are a more comedic element of the film, mm. like they're an, an avenue for the characters to interact with and do funny slapstick a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. You don't necessarily get the sense that it's a horrifying uh, landscape. Yeah. Like you get it through some of the characters, like especially Tallahassee in his breakdown later on, which is also somewhat comedic anyway. Mm. But from the... F- you never see... Um, Wichita and Little Rock like mm. downtrodden or no. horrified by what's going on around them. Yeah, they're very much presented as tricksters. Like, yeah. like they're, 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 you know, they're scamming they're these like the dumb gas station men. You know, but if it was like they were going to to the playland as like, hey, we're, we're, we're done. Mm. This place is horrible. We're going to basically commit suicide by zombie um, and but like have a fun time doing it. Yeah. If the narrative had been set up like that, you could kind of understand it, but they didn't do any of that legwork. No, and that's, I think, part of my issue with this film is that I, I it does feel stitched together as though it was originally a series that they've turned into a, a yeah. film. And Yeah, it would, as, have been, it, it, it would have been nice to have gotten a bit more kind of development of some yeah. of the other characters. Seeing it in terms of these little like episodic vignettes was was quite fun. Um, and yeah. I, you know, I don't think I certainly don't think it's a bad film. Yeah. But I do feel as though it does suffer from from 
from missing the mark in quite a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, but but it does make up for it by really hitting the mark with with its use of comedy, um, with its use of violence. I think it's very well used. Um, I think that the performances are all really good. I think obviously. I mean, Woody... Abigail Breslin is Ab- brilliant. She's Abigail so Breslin good. is great. She's Ab- always great. Like yeah. everything They're I've seen great. her, and I've just been like, yes, Abigail Breslin. I mean, Emma Stone's great as well. Um, Woody Harrelson, I've seen him a bunch of stuff. Jesse Eisenberg, less things, but it's like a good straw, and it's mm. sort of a mixture yeah. of cast members that you're like, how's this gonna work? But because they're quite different performers, mm. it kind of yeah. But but they also have good chemistry with one another. Yeah, they do. And like, it makes me excited to see the sequel because like if they yeah. have the, the chemistry of these characters that have been established, and you have the world established, if you come if they're coming at it with like a more cohesive vision for a sequel. I think it could be very well done. Yeah, with yeah, Double I'm Tap intrigued. coming out, I'm I'm curious to see what they are going to do, particularly yeah. with you know presumably the fact this will be about a decade. I'm imagining later, given that a decade has passed yes. for everyone in the real yeah, world. Yeah, and Abigail Breslin is like you know a grown up now. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting um, to see what they do, and particularly also if they. Yeah, if they if they address some of those issues that were there with um, with the way that uh, Columbus viewed women um yeah and it's not so much that it's a problematic thing where he's going like oh women I'm, i absolutely view women as property but it was very much that he very much followed that trope that film has had for a long time which is that the hello girl, i'm a borderline incel yeah the girl is yeah. there to be one it's like Ooh. Yeah. yeah yeah but i mean i mean the, the the justification for the fact of why someone who was an introvert like him would do well in the apocalypse was brilliant i thought yeah. that was a really yes. interesting character to explore and like the fact that he was so paranoid about bathrooms made perfect sense and the fact that he survived and did all that was great and also it would make sense that he being you know socially isolated for pretty much his entire life wouldn't necessarily know how to interact with other people and is like it's likely he would view women in a different way because most of his interaction with that would have come through media which in that time period didn't necessarily, you know, it showcased women in a certain way in films. It was like, you well, know, the girl as, to as, be one. Yeah, as yeah. as as we have seen in this film. And like the end. Yeah, the, and that's the interesting thing is, like, it's hard to tell whether they're trying to intentionally set up that discussion or not. Yeah, and I yeah, I'm curious to see if they if they broach that in Double Tap or if yeah. his character is shown to have you know grown, I guess, in in the presumably decade since um, the events of the first film because mm. because he's been out in the world and he's actually been interacting with other people uh two of whom presumably if they've all been hanging out together are women yeah i think from the trailers uh wichita is off with someone else at that point i okay. think is i've only watched part of a trailer okay so that might be interesting how they tackled that but we'll have to see we will might be a case of well no i'm interested in doing something else now see you bye bye mm. <laughs> The Twinkies, though. We do have to touch on the Twinkies. Oh, my God. We should. That was such a growth through line. Just so ridiculous. Like, mm. you know, what is the one thing that you would miss in an apocalypse? I need some Twinkies, and I will do anything I need to get yeah. the goddamn Twinkies. And, and then and that the... beautiful payoff at the end. Yeah, it's a great character blasting moment. Blasting through a, full of buckshot. Yes, and then it's, it's like, like no. they're all mush. Like, maybe you can pick the buckshot out. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really lovely. And <laughs> Twinkies are so horrible. They're not great. They but, taste so bad. But the thing that I kind of appreciated, I suppose, is is that that attitude of enjoying the little things. I need something normal yeah. in this like zombie hellscape. I thought that was a really interesting um, way of tackling it because a character like Tallahassee, I think, could have been quite 
irritating and um i think woody harrelson was perfect yeah. casting was. for that role yeah. yeah he was well i mean for starters he looked like he could kick your ass which yeah is, and i believe he could yeah he looked like he was made of leather like i'm gonna was. give you a punch it's only at 45 percent. he always oh. falls over yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but but i really I, I i thought it was kind of fun he's that he's that i mean he's he's that person who's just enjoying themselves and is cutting loose and i really appreciated um how how well that was treated within within the film um and again Woody Harrelson's an amazing actor so it really mm. helps having someone like that in there and very evocative of a character again a video game character that came a few years later but Trevor from the Grand Theft Auto 5 oh, um, yes. game where Simon Ogg's character yeah, yeah Simon Ogg's where he's just this I mean he's he's on meth and a much more deranged <laughs> and damaged person but that kind of like free spirit slash agent agent of chaos, of chaos yeah. yeah where it's just like i'm gonna do this because it feels good yeah but but i don't chaotic. want that minivan i'm gonna beat the crap out of that minivan chaotic yeah. neutral yeah, yeah. just like yeah but then yeah the fact it was undercut with the fact that he'd lost his son i thought was a really interesting an interesting way of presenting it but the film never allowed it to get too serious or too emotional yeah yeah and they never treat it like he's really off kilter it's like he's got rage issues and that he's dealing with through violence against the world he's in mm. but they never say the joke is never look at this mentally unstable person and mm. how it's uh, yeah how do you how do you, how do you how do you how do you deal with like ptsd and like the loss of your child in yeah. in well again in a zombie hellscape what would that look like yeah mm. but it was it was yeah it was fun and ultimately this is this is a this is a fun film it's, it's nice fun fun film. 90 yeah. minutes you know, you get you get some some fun visual effects, a lot of late noughties slow mo. Uh, yeah. very much. <laughs> a lot of late noughties eyeliner. Yeah, smoky mm. eyeliner. Oh man, I was I was really impressed with how like intact and the, the really like the thin eyebrows. I was like, oh yeah, mm. I remember them. Yeah, a lot of makeup in the apocalypse still. Yeah, well, she had like really heavy like pancake on as well, which would make sense with the kind of cameras they would have been using as well. Oh yeah. So well, you know, makeup was still around as we saw with the one other bit of the film that we have to touch on. Bill f***ing Murray, oh uh, as, as he's no, he called. he was using cornstarch. Again and again. He was using cornstarch, but yeah. was, he learned from a makeup artist. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray is in this film. How surprised were you that so much of this film was an ode to Bill Murray, Ellen? <laughs> I thought it was great. No, but the thing was, the, like, they turned up and I, they, I realized what the monogram was. I'm like, oh man, they've come to Bill Murray's house. Fantastic. And then he just turned up and I was like, as soon as I saw the hand twitch, I'm like, I mean, obviously... He's not a zombie. Hmm. Yeah. If that's the case, if he's been like asleep and just hanging out on the bed. But I just love the fact that they came and just busted into his house and he was like, oh, hey, like, Let's what's just hang up? Out for a bit. Just, yeah, like, and hang now out. it's Bill Murray film for 10 And minutes. then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll go and scare him. And he just shoots him. It was <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, it was great. I mean, you needed a way to get Bill Murray out of that film. Yeah, because otherwise I would have had to have carted him around with them. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I'm was... just. Because Bill Murray is notorious and, like, the rumor is. Like you leave your number with his agent, and then yeah. he'll call you on the day if he's going to do your film. Is like the rumor. Yeah. Um. So I'm just like, <laughs> how did they get Bill Murray for this film? Is what I want to know. And is that Bill Murray's house, or is that just a place? I'm going to presume it's not Bill Murray's house. I'm going to guess not. Although you know he d he's done pretty well out of film. It could be. Yeah. It could be borrowing from truth. Mm. I just loved um how silly that was. Even though from from, I I think this film suffered from a bit of a a real through line narratively speaking and yeah. i feel as though this was very much just ah let's have 10 minutes here where they're hanging out with bill murray so it's like, very vignette -y. Yeah, yeah very vignette -y. yeah well that was like the bit where he was going through the haunted house at the thing i'm like this is just to slow him down to get to the thing yeah so like come on like get let's get past this mm. bit but it was still 
really entertaining. Yeah, which it was I still think, fun. I think given that this film is, you know, it's not going for, for a serious narrative, it's not trying to no. communicate a big proper big message, mm. um, I feel as though the whole thing is kind of like the carnival itself. It's like small rides yeah. that you go on. And the Bill Murray ride was really fun. And, and for all the problems I have with that final setup of that final scene, it is still a really fun set piece. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And obviously when they're going up and down off the thing, and she's yeah. trying to get the thing to shoot it so it can like, you know, stop it. And as soon as, soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, like, they're, all right. So they're going to get themselves stuck up there, obviously. And then the zombies are going to climb up to try and get them. Mm. Yeah. That's where we're at. All right, cool. But I think there's a certain enjoyment to be had of being like, oh, this is going to happen. And then it happens. And you're like, yes, mm. I was waiting for that sort of thing. I wasn't sitting there like, oh God, this is going to happen. And sometimes you can get a bit like that when you start to tap into those tropes and cliches in yeah. films. Yeah, but I think this film very much broke cliche by having them smoke weed with Bill Murray and then get dressed up in Ghostbusters costumes. I mean, and die yeah, around that and then was get fun. Bill Murray shot. And yeah. then the horrible, horrible uh, funeral scene where they keep dropping his body. Yeah. <laughs> Again, more slapstick. I, I still think one of my favorites was Emma Stone just cracking up laughing and thinking, like, I'm sorry. He just... Yeah, he just died. He's like, like, just died. Overly drawn out death rattle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was really, really lovely. And... Um, I mean, Bill. We could probably rank Bill Murray's various film cameos at this stage because he's had a few of them. Like this is near the top for sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's probably a lot more fun. Like if you've earned as much money as him, he's probably like, I don't really need to do any more work. I'm just gonna like turn up. I also just like that. Yeah, he shat on Garfield as well. Yeah, it's like, do you have any regrets? Garfield, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Te- Tallahassee's just nodding. It's like, just I like, get it. <laughs> and I loved. I, I think the best bit of acting this film was Woody Harrelson fanboy he's yes. Tallahassee fanboy yeah yes. Bill Murray and like you tell he's like holding it in for a bit then yeah. he just lets loose and, and the fact screaming. that he keeps calling him Bill fucking Murray and then I goes, know that's not your middle name yeah. <laughs> exactly and yeah. it starts flailing more and, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was, was and Bill sweet. Murray's like yep yeah, I get it and it's happened just... all the time I'm Bill Murray <laughs> yeah. yeah it was it was it was really it was fun but despite the fun it did make me go this isn't a great film. I, I, it, like, yeah. it, like it, it's kind of like, these are fun little side bits, but kind of like as a whole film, it's kind of like... There's no cohesion. No, really. and like, it's fine. Like, it, this, th- to be honest, this is, this is what I would say is like an absolutely kind of classic popcorn film. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like, if you want something that's just a nice distraction, if you don't want something that's too taxing, I think that Zombieland is absolutely perfect for that. Um, and it was, it was, it was funny. Like and that that's kind of the main thing with with any sort of comedy is it does it does it make you laugh and it made me laugh quite a and few times. I, I think one of the things that I really like about the film is most zombie narratives are all about how the humans are the real antagonists. Yeah, you have your group of heroes and you have all the evil groups of humans around that keep messing with you. And this film is just like here's a couple of people they're doing what they need to survive. Some of them screw each other over, but in like funny ways, and it yeah. all works out. And they're all just good people, more or less. Yeah. And so the film doesn't get dark with the with a yeah dark human narrative. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was refreshing to see. Yes. Would you guys like some trivia about Zombie Sure. Okay. Uh, although his character is on a constant hunt for Twinkies, Woody Harrelson is a vegan and does not <laughs> eat Twinkies because uh, they contain eggs and beef fat. According to Harrelson, the filmmakers made special fake Twinkies. Um, so that he could eat them in that final scene. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Woody Harrelson was also arrested during the making of this film for <laughs> possession of marijuana. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at and all. And had to spend a, a night in jail. Oh, no. Oops. So, yeah. Were they filming in California? <laughs> uh, they may have been filming in Bill Murray's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, whoopsie. 
Um, Abigail Breslin and Woody Harrelson's conversation in the Hummer scene about Hannah Montana was ad lit. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. I think a lot of that Hummer stuff was uh, just improv. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And there, there was a somewhat improvisational feel about some of that dialogue. Again, going back to the fanboy um, moment where Woody Harrelson's like... Yeah, it just feels like Woody Harrelson being happy to be in the room yeah. with Bill and Murray. Yeah, he's like, you know, I've, I've known, I've watched you as long as I've been masturbating. Not that they're connected. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah, it, was, it felt very, very sort of made up on the spot, mm. um, which was lovely. Um, Patrick Swayze was offered a cameo role in this uh, film really? as a zombie. Uh, before this was before his cancer diagnosis. Oh, um, so his scene would have parodied Swayze movies such as Ghost and Dirty Dancing. Amazing. <laughs> um, zombie cameos were also offered to the following actors. Yeah. Um, just let me know whether or not you would have wanted to see these people turning up in a Bill Murray esque kind of way. Sure. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci. That would have been fun. Mm. Yeah. A lot of swearing. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, always. Oh, man, that would have been so good. Yes. And this is obviously pre, um, I suppose, uh, Disney Disney Star Wars. Um, yeah. So this is pre, I guess, his kind of big comeback. Big comeback. The... Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, would yeah. Be, he would be a bit more obscure at that point, really, mm. like to like the modern generation. Yeah. As I kind of in... All enormous... parents would have been like, oh, my God. Okay, it would have been very... He's in the same vein as Bill Murray in that way. It would have been Little Rock going like, what's Star Wars? Yeah. And Tallahassee going like, I've never hit a child, but... <laughs> you just wax it with the lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, that would have been amazing. It would be pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Bacon. I mean, always good to have. Always, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, just punching zombies. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and again this would have been just before his reconnaissance where yeah. he, he really came back into the into the fold um Amazing. so yeah i think bill murray was a good choice bill though. murray was definitely. i think bill, bill murray was mm. the best choice here that was great uh the supermarket scene was not filmed at an actual supermarket a movie set was built from scratch to look like a real one uh and some of the merchandise is fake for example the stuff behind the glass refrigerator is just paper it's just a printed sheet of paper oh. so it looks like the stuff in the fridge according to the producers it was cheaper than buying an old supermarket and paying them for all the broken merchandise but wow. yeah so it, that was that was all a set that was yeah the, uh, Jeez. Mm. movie magic yeah good set dressing um there are six other additional rules mentioned in the theatrical promo trailers that are in the dvd as extras so uh here are the rules uh, rule number 12, bounty, as in bounty paper towels. Uh, if there's one way to describe Zombieland, it's moist. Yep. So <laughs> that was a rule. Uh, rule 15, bowling ball. Nothing says massive head trauma like a bowling ball, which is fair. I guess that makes sense. I yeah. feel like that's a deleted scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rule 29, the buddy system. It is so important that we take a cue from our zombie neighbors and have each other's backs, mm-hmm. <laughs> which again is quite sweet. Uh, rule six, cast iron skillet. Zombies take one of these to the head and he ain't getting up. Uh, and the one I really liked, which was rule 33, the Swiss army knife. The Swiss army uses that knife for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. I mean, the rules themselves are, are very good. Yes. Uh, like, yeah, like, and, they all make, and they're all, yeah, they're riffing on things that always happen in horror films. And I like the fact that they were brought back in again and again. Just yeah, cardio in, keeps coming up. Yeah, in the yeah. little visual cues as well. Yes. Like, mm. the characters aren't specifically saying them, but you'll see, like, rule four, buckle up on the mm-hmm. on the side of what's Limber just up. Happened. Yes, and Limber that comes up. back. I was like, I think I pulled something. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and I thought that was quite, that was quite nice. That was quite, that was actually quite a fun element of the film. Yeah. Um, and again... Feeding into something that was happening a little bit in some media around that time, you look at stuff like the TV show Sherlock and how yeah, that depicted... Yeah, putting the text on screen yeah. text and all that stuff. kind of thing. Yeah, it's a similar sort of dealio. Yeah, used in a very different way. Yes. But but still tremendous fun. 
Uh, and finally, uh, a director of some note in the horror genre w- turned down the opportunity to direct this film. Romero? No, it wasn't Romero. It was John Carpenter. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that really? That would have been a very different film. It would have very. been. Would yeah. Very. Would have probably been quite scary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, John Carpenter apparently turned down the opportunity to direct this film. Interesting. Damn. So... I'm I'm curious what John Carpenter's Zombieland would look like. Yeah, I wonder if they had like they must have had a very different vision to mm. begin with. That would have been terrifying. It yeah. would have been. I mean, I just want to know how much like the thing it would have been is is kind of my thing when it comes yeah. to John Carpenter. Just a lot of them just dragging themselves along the ground. Mm. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more practical, like, a over lot the top more gore. Walking Dead, like yeah, yeah, half moving, half rotted zombies, that kind of thing. Yeah, would have been interesting. Mm. Very different film. But I feel it would have probably been more along the lines of the sort of films that Zombieland was riffing Parody. off. It would have been much more traditional. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of feel that one of the strengths of this particular film is that it's not traditional. No, and that it's that it is more like the road movie than it is like a traditional zombie movie. Mm. And I don't think it particularly shines as either if you're just viewing it as a road movie i don't think it stands out that well and i think if you're viewing it just as a zombie film it doesn't stand out that but well. as a crossover between them as yeah. a crossover between them i think it actually generates quite a lot of interesting aspects yeah um and i think ultimately i think i had a good time with it like it's mm. but 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 it does feel a little dated yeah i think it's definitely aged uh not necessarily poorly just not as well as it could have mm. yeah it, it definitely shows it's it's kind of of its time a little bit mm. yeah which again leads us to double tap and the fact that it, I'm, I'm actually now curious having seen this one mm. to potentially go and see double tap and see what yeah. it is they do whether or not because if it's i doubt it's going to be more of the same that's that's kind of the thing I'm yeah it, it must they're gonna have to do very different things mm. yeah because, unless yeah. they do exactly the same thing which is kind of stupid yeah, but, it, I guess know. it depends on whether Double Tap is a product of uh, visionary artists who want to make this film or if it's a studio film. Just being like, we want to make the money out that of the people. Remember film? that film yeah. that, was re- that you liked? Really we're gonna, popular? We're we can gonna, do that again. We're going to do it again. I yeah. mean, at least they're not rebooting it. No, it like could go that. either way. Yeah. Well, uh, you at home will have to go to the films and uh, let us know if Double Tap is any good because uh, we have run out of time here. We are going to give you guys the scores, Ooh. our own personal scores for what we thought of the film. Ellen, you get to go first because it was your first time watching Zombieland. Um, what score would you give it out of 10? Let's go for five snowballs hmm. out of 10. Oh, I was going to go for snowballs. It's oh, not- <laughs> no, I was going to go for Twinkies and yeah. I was like, no, the snowballs because I, I don't go like... for Twinkies, so I'll go for snowballs. No, I don't like Twinkies, so I like snowballs. though. <laughs> So you don't mind coconut? I love coconut. Coconut's great. Coconut is the best. I have to, yeah, I have to agree. Coconut is great. It's not the flavor; it's the it. consistency. Yeah, just <laughs> everything. I just love coconut a lot. Okay, um, so very good. But fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think like fine, like middle of the road. It wasn't like super amazing. I wasn't like yes, I want to. Like it's not something that I want to immediately go and watch like another dozen times, mm. um, or something like that. But it also wasn't like horrible, awful, like totally irredeemable. No, I hated it. So yeah, like right down the middle of the road. Yeah, five. All right. What about yourself, Andrew? Uh, I think I would give it six and a half mushed Twinkies out of ten. With buckshot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I really, I think I get give it a bit more because I just love zombies. Uh, I still have a special place in my heart for that genre. Mm. Uh, and I love all the actors in this. It has a lot of problems, but overall it's just, you know, it's a fun Sunday afternoon lazy watch. Yeah, I have to agree with that. It's, um, it's, it's fun. 
it's fun. It's nothing more than that, and yeah. that's okay for me. I, I'd have to give it uh, six and a half um, zombie Charlie Chaplins out of ten. <laughs> oh my god, um, so good! Like, yeah, there's 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 lots of little things to like about it, but hitting a st- zombie with a cardle while you're driving away. Six and a half yeah. zombie Charlie Chaplins would be a very good scene for this film. Oh yeah, gosh. just six of them like running, and then the half M- one just, massive, like, uh, yeah, slapstick comedy as they all like fall over each other. Yeah, can you imagine New York City? Like what happened there? Like with all the Elmos in their suits in Times Square. Yes. Oh good point. man. All the uh, Elsas from Frozen. Terrifying. Just biting people. Somebody. So di- nothing really different. People yeah. just in the, people just in the Disney store, like rah, 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 the M M&M and M store, like yep. just mm. so good. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to wait and see if that's in Double Tap. But okay, uh, that is all for this week's episode. So Ellen and Andrew, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And for those of you listening at home, thank you for listening in. Hey, we got a Facebook. Uh, I know that Facebook obviously was something that uh, Columbus was happy that was gone. Uh, and it's really funny that he was in the social <laughs> yeah, network the following year as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he's happy Facebook's gone. But in the real world, it's still here. And you can leave us messages, uh, whether or not you like Zombieland. Let us know what you think of Double Tap. Just go to Facebook and search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. We're also available to be subscribed to on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify and all sorts of other services. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club, hit subscribe or follow, and you'll get a fresh episode each and every week. And if you want a little bit of extra bonus content, uh, we do have a Patreon where we put up some occasional bonus feature episodes of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Uh, Just go to patreon.com forward slash ccucpodcast. You can join for a very, 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 very low price and get a load of bonus materials if you wish. But that's all for this week. So until next time, goodbye. You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. I just want to do the little like. There was a lot of those little blood vomits. A lot of blood vomits, yeah. Um, Yeah, they were good. If you like blood vomit, you should watch uh, 28 Days Later. A lot of blood vomit in that. (laughs) Cool. I'll keep that in mind. They bite you and then they vomit into the wound. That's oh. how they spread the infection. Oh. It's a good film. That's gross. <laughs> Sleep tight, everybody. <laughs> oh, Ellen's going to have nightmares about zombies tonight again. Yay. <laughs>